Welcome to the Crit 20 Podcast. This is the very first episode of our D&D adventure. Uh, the story is completely homemade, written by myself. Uh, the rules and races are based off of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons rulebooks and other resources made for the game that aren't published but are available to pretty much everybody. Uh, now that all that's out of the way, uh, let's name off our players. Uh, first we have Modi, a warforged cleric with a soldier background. Next is Kai... Uh, a Genasi cleric with an acolyte background. Uh, then there is Bodens, a gnome artificer with a guild artisan background. Uh, then there's me, your DM or GM, whichever you prefer. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what I prefer. Hmm. Uh, probably DM. Dun- or well, then there's GM because I mean you're not in dungeons all the time, so I guess a. Game master is probably a better term. Anyway, so now a few of us are new to D&D, and that may or may not be obvious, but we plan to grow as the podcast goes on, uh, which currently is bi-weekly, posting once every two weeks, uh, just because of the time it takes to edit the episodes and, you know, getting everybody together, making sure everyone's schedule's on, uh... We might go weekly uh, fairly soon. Uh, just depends on how everybody wants to do this. Um, but, you know, everybody's just here to have fun anyway. Uh, so, just to kind of fill you guys in on a little bit of background, uh, our players have received letters asking them to travel to the Tower of a Wizard that had once played a role in all of their lives individually. The note wasn't very descriptive when it came to what they were helping with. It just simply said, My friend, I require your help. I can't talk at length about the details, lest this letter fall into the wrong hands. Let's just say that this could determine the future of our world. I do hope you can return a favor. Regards, Delvin. Now, our adventurers approach Delvin's home. So, you guys are walking down a path. Uh, there are trees on both sides, fairly tall. Um, and it's probably midsummer, so the leaves are very green. And you come up on a clearing with a very tall tower that's kind of, like, weirdly placed. Like, there's no, no other kind of buildings or structures around it at all. Um, it's not very tall, maybe two or three stories. Um, and... In front of it is a garden that is very, like, it seems more cluttered than anything. It's not, there's not, like, a a, a section for each type of plant. Everything's kind of just growing together. Um, you have weird-looking, uh, like, even corn stalks are growing, like, purple ears of corn. So you're not sure what exactly is going on there. Um, but a man stands outside the front door. Um, waving to you guys as you guys approach. And you recognize it as Delvin. Oh, my friends. I I was wondering when you'd arrive, although it seems like one of you is missing. Ah, yes. Well, uh, of course I will do anything to uh, help out my friend when he he needs it. 
Bodens, it seems like it's been ages since I've seen you last. Tell me, uh, your thunder cannon, is it still holding up? Oh, it's working just absolutely splendidly. Excellent, excellent. Ah, and Modi, it is good to see you. How are you? Hello, Delvin. I thought it was just going to be me. Ah, Modi, still the lone wolf at heart, I see. I I regret to tell you that this is not a one-person job. I I do wish it was that simple, but this this time around it you are going to need help from these individuals. They they bring different talents to the table and for the challenges that may or may not await you, you it it would be better to travel with a party than to travel alone. If you say so, as long as they don't hold me back. I do not foresee that being an issue, Modi. Ah, and Kai. Hi! It's good to see you, my elemental friend. I know, it's great to see you too. It's been a very long time. How have you been? Um, 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 I don't know. I think I've been pretty decent. How have you been? I am doing well. Uh, thank you for asking, my friend. I, I could be better, though. I, As you can see, my garden is in disarray, and uh, that is mainly due because the the main uh, components for uh, potion-making is uh, they're not readily available anymore, uh, especially with the, the downturn in the economy. That does not help, but I digress. You know, you could have just asked for help. Oh, I, I know. I could have asked for help, but... You, you know me best, uh, most likely, and you know that I don't like to be a bother. Uh, especially with, you know, supplies running low, I don't want to use someone else's, so... I figure I would help myself first and experiment with uh, new ideas. Um, he, he turns and walks through the door, leaving it open. And uh, I'm assuming you guys file inside. Oh, yep. Yes. Okay, okay. Yep, yep. Um, when you walk in, you'll see that everything is very organized. Um, books line the wall of the hallway that you are walking down. Um, for some reason, it seems like the hallway is like 10 times longer than what the building would hold. So it's like a never-ending hallway. And he starts looking uh, on the left and the right side, uh, trying to figure out, uh, find a door. Uh, where are we now? Workshop? No, not the library, not the lab, definitely not the cellar. Uh, ah, yes, here we are, the workshop. Come inside. And uh, so he opens a door on the left side and takes you into a workshop. And on the bench are a few bottles of strange-looking potions. You're not sure that you've ever seen some, uh, some of them. But uh, others are very obvious, like a potion of health, a potion of invisibility, um, things of that sort. Uh, just kind of, everything in this room, though, is not as organized as the hallway uh, with the books filling the shelves. This is more of a just kind of potions sitting everywhere uh, with no labels. Uh, now that we are here, um, uh, hopefully I, uh, your friend does arrive soon. But uh, any, anyhow. We need to get straight to the topic at hand. You all know about the barrier that holds out of the swarm, uh, that keeps them out of our lands. Uh, it is held up by myself and five, other, uh, four other wizards, uh, five including myself. Uh, but there will come a time that 
I will not be around anymore. Uh, I'm talking about death. Uh, and we need to be thinking about the future and how this barrier is going to be kept up. And yesterday, uh, not yesterday, I figured out how to do this. Uh, about a week ago, a gentleman brought me a scroll uh, for translating, and it after finally uh, translating it, I've, I figured out that there is a way uh, to keep this barrier up that will not require uh, the power of us five wizards at a constant time. Uh, and I definitely want to uh, secure this, uh, this, this item. Uh, and that is where you all come in. Kai's gonna walk up to him and say, well, first of all, Delvin, how about we be a little more optimistic about things and not start off by saying you're gonna die? I do wish I could say that I, was, I would live forever, Kai. I really do. Uh, unfortunately, uh, myself as a human, we don't get the lifespans that elementals do. Uh, however, I am trying to be as realistic as possible uh, and skip the niceties uh, about, uh, about this uh, situation. Uh, but I do believe this item will uh, cure uh, the, I guess, the ailment uh, that draws on us wizards. I mean, I, I do suppose that one could become a lich to live longer, but I do not plan on that. I don't believe that. So I've actually been poking around in scrolls this whole time. I'm going to sort of look up and say, well, I, I'm sure I could help you build something to, to, to keep the barrier up. Ah, Bodens, I do love a mind at work. Uh, trust me, I have uh, thought of maybe using a machine, but that thought quickly passed, as people would have to be taught on how to use the machine, how to care for the machine, uh, not... Not to mention the resources it would cost to run, uh, to run the machine. And what if those resources disappeared? Uh, the item that I have discovered requires no resources, uh, just the power of the five wizards. Uh, I do wish it was as simple as building a machine, but I, I don't believe it is going to work in this case. Uh, may also, because machines take time to build, we don't even know. Uh, what that would entail. It, uh, it is an avenue that I do not think that we can go down at this time, unfortunately. I, I do hope you understand. Um, Delvin, well, you can't, uh, underestimate machines. I, I do agree with you, Moti, but the, I, I don't underestimate machines in general. I just, I don't think they can stand up to this task. Uh, let alone to put the lives of our, our children and their children in in the hands of a machine which requires supervision to be ran. Uh, not to mention the planning of a machine. We don't even know where we would start, uh, let alone uh, what to use. Uh, I, I suppose a living construct, uh, much like yourself, could do the task, uh, but then we would be... Uh, basically chaining it to a life of protecting the people and only that could you imagine not being able to uh, to roam the lands or uh, seek out your own wills I am not trying to put down machines Moti I, I am just trying to find a way to fix this without the use of people in their talents or skills and without knowledge that we will have to pass down for them to be able to work 
I see. Well, if this is urgent and endangers important people to you, then we should get started. Well, we can't just go now. How did you find out about this crystal? What do you know about it? The crystal is related to a group of knights that fought in the Dragon Walls hundreds of years ago, and this crystal gave them the power to defeat those dragons. Um, if any of you are familiar with uh, your history. Um, if you guys would want to go ahead and make a history uh, check real quick. Oh, can you roll for me? Oh, uh, yeah. These dice. I am not good at history. <laughs> <laughs> Fabian's not bad. He he got a 15. Hey, I'm not bad either. According to my dice, you're pretty bad. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I told you these things suck. You got an 8. Okay, so, I'm gonna pull out my own dice now. <laughs> Sorry, okay. go ahead. And, um, what did you get, Sam? <laughs> 7. Oh, okay, okay. So you you all definitely have heard of the Dragon Wars, but you don't know the details. You know that, you know, um, life as everyone knows it still exists, so obviously uh, the creatures that aren't dragons, all of the people of the world, uh, overcame them and uh, won that war. Um, but you don't really know how that happened. Modi, you actually know that it was... A, a group of five knights that came together to defeat these, uh, I believe it was four dragons um, that were uh, terrorizing the all of uh, Elos, which is our land. I'm not sure if any of you guys knew that. Um, and all of you are familiar with Elos, by the way. So, but you, but Modi, you don't know how they overcame it. You just know that it was five knights that are buried um in the in a in a ta- in a tomb close to Creston, which is a town uh, not too far away from Delvin's tower. And Modi, you also know that they were a very uh, valiant group of warriors. Um, and it was it's an honor to be considered part of their group. So that's what you guys know in general. So Delvin. Uh, basically would tell you guys all of that information that Modi knows. And he would also go on to say... This this crystal gave them their powers. And uh, before the crystal, they were just normal warriors that uh, nothing really set them apart from other soldiers. Uh, but once having this crystal gave them a power unimaginable, uh, that is why they were able to slay the dragons and the dragon wolves. Uh, but they took the crystal to the grave. So it is your job to uh, get this crystal and bring it to me. That way uh, I can start uh, working on how to uh, imbue it with uh, magical power to use for this barrier. And you're sure the crystal's in this tomb? Yes, um, according to the the text uh, that I was able to translate, the crystal is actually... uh, inside the sarcophagus of the leader of the group of knights called the First Order. Do you know where this tomb is? Yes, the the tomb is right outside of Creston. Uh, it, you, you won't be able to miss it if you pass it. Uh, it used to be a historical uh, 
uh, location. Not so much anymore, just because of how long ago the Dragon Wars happened. People have more or less forgotten about it. Uh, although grave robbers, I, I believe, still uh, try to get the treasures inside. I'm not sure what all lies inside, but I do know that it is frequented by robbers. Uh, well, I always have old Bessie with me, so I'm I'm always prepared for trouble, and I'm going to pat the thunder cannon that's uh, slung over my back. Wait, the what? What is it? Oh, this. This is my my device. Delvin actually helped me build it uh, himself. I'm going to pull it off. So it's a thunder cannon. Um, so it basically looks like a really, really fancy shotgun. But there's all sorts of, like, wires and what have you coming off of it. Oh my gosh. So I'm just looking at it like, oh my gosh, what is this? <laughs> it's it's really, really neat, and it, it can get enemies from really far away, but don't push this button. I'm going to point to where the trigger is. Oh my gosh, I know that you said don't touch it, but can I touch it, please? <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. I'm not an adult. <laughs> I do have to ask of you to please not shoot that in my workshop. So uh, I'm going to take it back and it's over the, uh, going back over my shoulder. So I'm going to be walking behind him the entire time looking at the button that I now really want to press. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ma- Modi's going to um, kind of like interrupt and say, can we stop playing and get to work already? Oh, come on, Modi. Ah, uh, yes, yes. That. Listen to let's uh, listen to our new. Uh, I'm just going to look you up and down, friend. Are you our new metal friend, who who looks like he's? I I'm, I uh, sorry. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> we can tell that, right? <laughs> you should totally touch him and see what he feels like. So I am just. Uh, so what do you look like as a warforged? Um, it's actually on roll twenty. That w- that would be my picture. I have it so it's just names. I'm saying for anybody that's listening, I'll put that on the uh, our Twitter page, so people people will be able to see that too. Yeah. So, um, of course, I'm just going to be absolutely fascinated with you. Are you going to try and touch him or no? No, no. I'm, I'm going to behave for now. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna turn to him and say, "Can I? Can I touch you?" I would rather you not. Can I touch you when you're not looking? Just know there there will be consequences. I'm I'm totally gonna do it. <laughs> okay, okay. We uh we need to get back on track here. You uh you all can figure out who is uh, going to be touching who on the way to the tombs. Uh, but I do believe you all need to uh, get on the way before a a tussle breaks out in my workshop. Um, from you guys deciding who should be touching what. So, best to be on the way. Wait, 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 Delvin. I have a question. Go on. Um, I don't really know... We're getting a crystal from a tomb, right? Correct. And there's possibly... It, it, it is a black oh. crystal. Oh, that's good news to know. And there's possibly really bad people in the tomb, right? Possibly. It, it is highly unlikely, but it is... It is definitely possible. Uh, the tombs are 
They, more or less, for a better word, they are in ruins. It's not that they are ruins, but nobody visits them anymore. Uh, the wars happened centuries ago, and people don't go to visit the tombs anymore in this age. So would you happen to have a map? I do have a blueprint of, of the tombs. Uh, I was using them for uh, for my studies with, about the crystal. Uh, but there is a peculiar legend um, of a sword, a magical sword that is in the tombs, but it is, it's not documented. The room isn't documented. Wait, wait, wait. Is, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to ask if there was more to the legend. It's more or less just a theory, uh, a myth created by those who uh, have never seen the inside of the tombs. Uh, there is said to be a magical sword uh, that the knights left for the next heir to the Order, and it is in a room that doesn't exist. So, but I, I highly doubt that there's anything to uh, these really these myths, these legends, no no one has ever found it, and if someone had, I believe it would be in possession of royalty by now. As soon as you say it's in a room that doesn't exist, my interest is actually piqued once more. So I'm like, oh, oh, so so we have to go find something then. Uh, we should, we should go. It's time to go. Ready, friends? Finally. Uh, 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 okay. Delvin uh, turns and the door is still open from the workshop to the hallway. Um, but as you, as you walk into the hallway, um, the, you only went maybe 30 feet in, um, before you hit the workshop door. But now the hallway is, has expanded, um, to where it looks like you can hardly see either end. Um, so Delvin comes out and says, Oh, not again. These hallway, the spell on the, my halls have, is a bit wonky at the moment. Uh, it is supposed to take you, as, as soon as you open a door, it's supposed to take you exactly where you want to go. But from the power being drawn from me uh, to keep the barrier up, the, the spell is a lot weaker than it should, so it's giving you like close to where you need to be. But unfortunately, you will have to take a walk uh, down the hallway, which could take uh, hours, honestly. But I'm not sure where the end even is, uh, but... You, uh, you know, we can make it change. It is worth a shot. Everybody back inside. Come on, let's let's try this. I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going back inside, but very reluctantly. Yeah, Modi's gonna like palm his head and just go back and disappointed. So Delvin, uh, once everybody's in, he turns and shuts the door. Um, he knocks three times and then turns the doorknob again. And opens it, and you are at the entrance of the tower. Is, you're not even going to the hallway. It's a, do a door now directly to outside. This should do. Um, I will try to have the hallway fixed by the time you all return. Um, I, I definitely don't want you all to uh, just come in and start opening doors and whatnot, because if you go into a room without me with you, you maybe know the rest of your life. You know, Delvin, that seems really unsafe. In most cases, I am the only individual here, so I never really have to worry about going into the wrong room. But there very well may be somebody uh, trapped in a room right now. Oh my uh, could gosh. be a body of someone who uh, tried to break in, possibly. 
Okay, well, I'm not leading the way, so I'm just going to walk behind these two. Okay, so you guys do know where the tomb is at. And the the tomb is right outside of Crescent, so you won't pass through the town before you get to the tomb. Um, hey, Delvin, question. Yes, what do you need? Um, would you happen to have anything that you could give us to help Oh, yes, uh, yes, thank you for asking, that reminds me. He runs back into the workshop, and, uh, he grabs the two potions that you guys real- two potions, uh, that you guys recognize as health potions, um, and he says, Uh, this should do. Um, I do plan on paying you all for your services as well when you return, um, it will be in uh, gold or silver, either one, uh, whichever I have that uh, would be available. Uh, money is hard to come by anymore in these times, especially in the downturn with the economy the way it is. But yes, I do believe two potions uh, will do, will suffice for now for each of you. Wait, we have two each? No, no, two, like, uh, oh. I apologize. My, my wording in was wrong. In total, you have two. So hopefully no okay. more than two of you need them. So when he passes out two, Kai is going to look at him and then count three people and then look at him again and count three people again. Uh, you are more than welcome to try uh, one of my most recent creations uh, that I have brewed for you, um, a special blend. I don't know exactly what uh, all it will happen, but I do know they have healing properties. I'll take it. Ah, oh, okay. Great. Now I have to think of something that thing does. <laughs> uh, did you say how much gold you were giving us? I will provide as much as I can muster. Um, I Most likely a hundred gold uh, collectively as a group. Uh, you will have to split it up between yourselves, though. Uh, but that is the best I can do for this uh, particular journey. Wait, you're not giving it to us before we go? Uh, no, um, just because if you die, then I or perish uh, or don't return with Crystal, I would be out 100 gold. Well, it just sounds like you don't have faith in us. <laughs> I do have the utmost faith in all of you. Um... And I, I guess you have convinced me. I will provide ten gold pieces each for each of you, uh, now and the rest upon completion. Got it. So Kai walks forward and takes the ten gold for each of them and pockets them. For everybody. You pocket everybody's money. <laughs> yes. Okay. Money's just going to look back at Delvin and whisper, um... Um, are you sure these are the people you want helping you? Moti, I would strongly suggest you look at it as in terms of them helping you. Uh, they do each bring a specific skill set to the table that I believe can, will help, uh, you will collectively help each other along the way. Um, Bardens is relatively a genius, and, uh, I've worked closely with uh, some of the uh, contraptions that he has built, and he is uh, very talented. Kai uh, was a former student genius. of mine. Genius! I'm a I taught genius! Him, uh, many of the things that I mm-hmm. know. I'm also a genius. And I believe that he will be uh, invaluable 
uh, to all of you on this journey, on this trip, and uh, hopefully, uh, after securing the crystal, we'll be able to accompany you all uh, furthermore uh, on the journeys that the crystal will require. I did forget to mention, though, that Kai does tend to uh, talk quite a lot. Okay, I don't know about a lot, but, you know, um, a good amount, I think, is a good amount. Um, Delvin, do you have uh, earplugs for the way? He does not, and if he did, I don't know why you'd need them. I do not have earplugs, but... I do believe I have a potion somewhere that could uh, eliminate your hearing, or at least uh, dampen it a bit. Uh, but it could also equally remove your legs. Uh, I'm not quite sure, as I have mixed a, a, a lot of different things together to try and uh, create new potions and whatnot, and I'm not sure of all their effects. Uh, but I do think you will need your hearing, just in case... Uh, the incident that maybe someone might get hurt and you might need to uh, be able to respond to that uh, if that is something that happens. Honestly, Delvin, when we come back, I'm going to totally give you lessons on how to be more optimistic. Then I do look forward to your return. And with that, he uh, waves and shuts the door and you hear like this weird like whooshing sound. And I, you guys probably assume that it's the rooms shuffling again inside. And now you are all standing in the the messy garden. Modi's just going to completely disregard their existence and start walking. I'm going to walk half a step behind him and start whistling loudly. <laughs> I'm going to walk right behind him and I'm going to be looking at that button. I need Kai to make a dexterity check to see if he accidentally steps on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I got a 12. A 12. Okay. Yeah. So you like Nick the back of his heel and calls his shoe to come off a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry. I, I turn around shrug, but don't stop whistling. <laughs> You guys are walking, and you start, and you come up on this weird-looking building. It's it's completely made of stone. It's one level and looks maybe the size of a small house. Um, and on the top of it, as you come up to it, it says, uh, engraved into the stone, it says, Tomb of the First Order, uh, Heroes of Elos. And everything, it, there's like cobwebs and everything in the corners of it. There is a sign that used to be decorative, but now it's just kind of uh, rotting uh, due to like termites and just rain in general uh, weathering. So there, but as as you start to walk inside, you hear voices and you don't understand them. Um, but you recognize them as um, goblin. You don't know what they're saying, but you just hear like little a little bit of chatter. Um, is the this is near the well? It it read. This it is near as. the entrance. Okay. Like you're literally standing like at the door. Um, you can't see in because it's a little dark. You can see like a faint glow from maybe a torch or a sconce on the wall, 
um, from a hallway that's turned, um, that's turning left as you go in, but you can't really make out what's inside that first room. But you, you know that they're not in that first room. Um, as you do that, Modi's gonna turn around and mention, since he, obviously he was first, um, that, um, he's gonna say, um, guys, I think it's, it's time to be quiet. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure there's no such time as a good time to be quiet. Well, if you want everyone to hear us and cause trouble, then go ahead. No, it's okay. I'll be quiet. Um, I'm just going to give, like, a little shake as my scale metal clatters and says well if we're gonna need to be quiet then somebody should probably go ahead of me i'll go first modi do you have any type of um like enhanced eyes or anything or like are do you have dark vision no i do not actually okay so this room as you get in you can kind of see uh what's it's very it's dim just because there's no torch in this main area but you can tell it's the offering chamber just because there's a large bowl in the center of the room and it's on a pedestal and that's the only thing that it that is there it's just this bowl it's it's a bronze bowl uh looks a little beat up but you know it's still it functions as a bowl so and that's all there really is. There's not really any kind of markings on the wall. There, There's cracks in the stone. But that's all there is. And you do see a hallway on the left, and that is where the light of what seems to be a fire is coming from. And the voices are now louder down that hallway. I'm going to turn around again and mention... Um, we should have probably brought a, a light, but... I think I can do it. Light? You want a light? I think I can do it. Okay, then that would actually be helpful for once. For once? Um, what was I doing again? I already oh, have a, a torch. Oh, I already have a torch oh, in my pack that I've handed oh, over. <laughs> no, darn it. I, I promise I can do it. I'll show you later. Um, Muddy's just going to turn around and start walking. <laughs> and are any of you leaving anything in the offering? I'll leave a gold um, coin in there. Well, you c- or how much? How much gold did you start with? Fifteen. Okay, okay. I was making sure because Kai has the rest of your all's gold. <laughs> yeah, no, I start with a decent amount. Kai's gonna walk after and um, wait until they walk up a little bit, and then he's just gonna pick up the one gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Down the hallway, there is a room, and you can make out two figures. Um, you can tell that they are goblins. Um, they're just kind of chatting back and forth. They don't really notice that you guys are there. Can we um, understand what they're saying, or is it like in uh, another language? If you speak goblin, you can understand what they're saying. Okay, no, I don't. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem like they're talking about anything important. They're just kind of like bantering back and forth. Okay. I'm going to get my crossbow ready, and I'm going to have uh, like loose in my hand axe so I can grab it very quickly if need to, if need be. Um, Kai is not going to pull out his mace because he doesn't believe in violence. Instead, he's going to walk up and touch the gun, and he's going to cast light on it. Okay, since, since is... you're touching the gun, though, I want you to make a dexterity oh, no. check to see oh, if you no. accidentally push the button. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Don't yeah, worry. This is going to be a good roll. 
Can I make a dex check so he doesn't touch my gun? Y- yes, you you can make a you can uh, make a dex. Oh God wow! Damn. Okay, oh. yeah, he definitely touches the gun. Mm, I got a fifteen. Okay, yeah, you don't touch the button. Okay, so I'm casting light on the gun, and it is now uh, has bright light in a twenty foot radius, sprouting from the gun, so that I can see in a twenty foot radius. I am not happy. I'm like, I told you guys I could do it. Okay, well, I am now going to roll to see if the goblins notice the light. Um, because you would have advantage if you sneak up on them. As you do that, Muddy turns around and and it's he's just confused as to what just happened since he sees a light coming from behind. And I'm just gonna turn and say, sorry, sorry guys, is it, is it too bright? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a seven. They don't notice. So I'm going to change the color of the light to baby blue, because I can do that. Okay. Um, so, so, well, they, they don't notice that. So are you? How do you, how do you guys approach? Do you guys want to try and talk to them? Are you guys going to attack them? What are you, what's your guys' plan? I'll let, I'll let you guys talk amongst yourself, because you guys are the ones that have to make the decision on how you want to handle them. How many are there? Uh, there are two. Okay, um, I, I'm going to turn to the person behind me and say, if you take this off, I can actually use my gun for the purpose. But, but then I feel like you're going to hit him. Take it off my gun. Only if you promise not to hit him. Take it off my gun. Do you promise not to hit him? I'm going to make the another perception check to see if the goblins can hear you um, arguing between yourselves. <laughs> Just because I, I, I didn't know if you guys were whispering or not. I, I didn't hear it, so... I figure I'll make a perception check anyway. Yeah, they definitely don't hear that. That was a one. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so the last time he is gonna, he's gonna take it off. Take a little pouty face and take it off. As they were talking, Marty um, just charges in and attacks one of them. Oh my god! Oh, okay. No! Well, um, <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead and roll initiative. And okay. You, first, first though, you're gonna go ahead and make that attack. Um, We'll, what, do you want to attack the one on the left or the one on the right? Uh, which one was the closest one, or are they, like, the same range? They're, like, talking to each other, not... They're just side by side. Okay. Uh, um, facing forward. Um, the one on the right, I guess. Okay, so you will attack the one on the right with advantage. 16. Okay, yeah, that definitely hits. And roll for uh, damage. So you rush in, they have no idea you're even coming up on them, and you bring your mace down so hard that the one you hit on the right, his head literally just kind of sinks into his body. Oh my gosh. So it looks like he is decapitated, and there's just this mace of a mace, a ball of a mace for a head on his shoulders now, and he crumples to the floor, and what you would assume to be dead. Okay. So, um, after, after he smashes the first one, he lets, um, fumes out of his body (laughs) since he's mechanical and he's going to take, um, another swing for the other one. Okay. Yes. You, you go to swing it and you don't even like come close to him. (laughs) You, you go to swing it and it goes like right over his head. 
because um, you misjudged on how short they were. The first one you came down on, but the second one you just kind of swung like a, a sideways swing. So he that missed. And now it is the goblin's turn. And he, uh, seeing that there are three of you, takes off sprinting down the hallway um, to... Modi, you're the only one that's going to be able to see this hallway since everyone else is in the uh, hallway still. Um, but this this other uh, corridor, I'm going to call it, that way we are not confused on which hallway I'm talking about. Um, so does Modi get an attack of opportunity? Yes, Modi does get an attack of opportunity because he's going to okay. run right past me. So go ahead and try to hit again. And no, that does not hit either. You you literally swing, and it just misses the back of his leg. He's going to be like, oh, these things are so small. And he sprints down the hallway, and you you watch him disappear through a, a door at the other end. Um, but nothing other than that seems to happen. It's, he's just now, you know that he is in that room ahead of you. All right, so I'm going to move away from um, the Genasi behind me and move right to um, as close as I can get to the next room to look inside without really being seen. Okay. As um, he does that, I'm going to cast Blessing of the Forge on myself since um, Modi feels like there's going to be more trouble. Okay. And what does Blessing of the Forge do? So what it does is um, once per, like, until a long rest, I can touch either a weapon or an armor. And it, if I touch an armor, it gives me um, plus one AC and same thing with a weapon. Um, so he's going to cast it on his armor. Okay, so you get plus one AC, which makes your AC... 18. 18, okay. Um, Kai is going to go up to <clears throat> the uh, dead goblin on the floor and just kind of like examine it and then see if he can find anything on its person. You see that it is holding a scimitar. Uh, it is kind of beat up. It's got like chips in it and somewhat blunt. Um, the armor isn't really armor at all. It's more or less rags with, uh, teeth, uh, go uh, like a teeth necklace going around his neck. Um, he does have two gold pieces on him, though. Oh, yeah. Kai's going to take those, too. <laughs> um, I assume that uh, uh, Modi is now facing the hallway, uh, facing the door into that yes. room. Okay. Um, so, Bottoms, though, I want you to roll a perception check just to see if you see Kai uh, pick up the gold pieces. Oh, and... I'm looking down the hallway. I'm not even Oh, okay. Kai. Well, then, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get them two pieces, and nobody knows about it. And then I'm going to, as stealthily as possible, stay be right behind those two. And this time I'm not saying anything because I'm scared. Make a stealth check for oh, me, please. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that is, oh, too bad. That is a 16. You do not trip over the body of the goblin as Oh, my God. <laughs> I apologize. I had no idea, like, how exactly this was going to go. So I'm, like, trying to blur out the map as much as I can as we go. It's okay. What can I see down the hallway? You see that there are two uh, hallways kind of like splitting off of it in the middle. 
and at the very end of it is the door that the goblin ran through, and it's just a regular wooden door. doesn't look like anything special. Um, so, I, I, Bodie, where are you in relation to me right now? I'm, like, right not on the hallway yet, but... Wait, what do you mean? Sorry. So, I'm right at the beginning of the hallway looking down. Where are you? Like, are you next to me? Are you behind me? Oh, I think I'm behind me, behind you at this point. Okay. Um, so, I'll, I'll go ahead and point to, down towards the edge um, down towards the end of the hall and then make sure I point out the two doors and I'll say, you check the left one, I'll check the right one. Money will give a nod and start walking forward. So Kai is hanging out at the very beginning of this hallway and you guys come right up on the middle and there is a door on the right and a, an open hallway on the left. And you can see like a shimmering light coming down and you can kind of make out a garden. Um, it doesn't look like there's anything in there. It's just a, from a hole in the ceiling. Um, it's just shining light on this garden that was most likely put there just for, uh, you know, those coming to visit the, the tomb. Uh, but there's nothing really going on in the garden area. Do any of you open the door on the yeah. right? Okay. I'm going to try. Okay. And I, oh, I just want to point out that I'm not opening all the way. I'm opening up just enough. I can see it's in there. Well, it is dark then. You, you. I have it, dark vision. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well then you, you see that there is nobody in there from the, uh, crack in the door that you have, uh, opened that there is no there's no kind of enemies in there. I will upload this little part of the map also. Okay. Um, yeah, once I see there's no one in there, I'll open it the entire way to check it out. Okay. And you see that there are headstones, not really like coming out of the ground because that'd be weird, but uh like on the wall. Uh so you re- you think that maybe the f- the family was buried here. Um in the in this area uh within the walls um but there's nothing really there it just has random names um dated back maybe 700 years ago from the day today and there's not really anything going on in this room and you think that maybe the goblins didn't come in here just because of the bodies in the walls Okay, um, then without saying a word, I'm going to look back at Modi and then uh, nod towards the end of the hall. Modi's going to go ahead and uh, go ahead, and and he's going to um, put... Well, he had his shield, so he's just going to um, put it in front of him, so like he's ready to, um, to defend himself. So I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. There. Oh, okay. So... As soon as you take a step forward, the 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 tile that you stepped on, um, we're going to say with your right foot, pushes down, and you hear a little clicking sound, and out of the ceiling comes this giant uh, mace, not not mace, a like a like a scythe, like this huge blade comes out of the ceiling and hits you right in the chest, and it sticks into the metal a good bit, and I'm going to roll a let's see a d10 for damage that you take from that oh my gosh if i can find a 10-sided die oh only three you only take three points of damage 
and this this blade is it's shaped like a kind of like like a bowl or whatever um so like with the blade being the outer edges and it um so it's now stuck in your chest so you can't really move until you pull it out yeah i'm gonna go ahead and attempt to just pull it out okay strength check Okay, yeah, you pull it out, and as soon as you let it go, it slides right back up into the ceiling. Um, kind of like it was, like, spring-loaded to come down and hit and then come right back up. So do you stay where you are, or do you move forward? I'm going to, like, stay on it, but create, like, go right next to the wall, creating space for them to pass through before I let it go. Alright, I'm going to slip past him. I'm going to as well. Okay, so you are both at the door, and I'm guessing Modi has made his way to the um, back to the door now as well, uh, staying off to the side of where the blade came out of the ceiling. Yes. Okay. So the pressure plate kicks back up, and I do want to tell you guys that Bodens would not have... Uh, triggered that just because he is roughly the size of a goblin oh so he would have been able to run right across it but if you would have walked off of it and kai would have came onto it it would have swung down again oh my god so (laughs) it was a good idea to stay on it so okay anyway so you guys are at the door and you hear not just one goblin voice anymore it's Two, it sounds like two or three voices, and one one of the voices is very commanding, like very uh, aggressive sounding. Guys, maybe we could talk to them. Modi turns, uh, and he says, I think it's too late for that, and I don't feel like talking anymore. Buttons, I think you should convince him that we should talk to them. Uh, I'm just going to, in answer, uh, bring my crossbow up, and is there a door in front of me, or is it... Uh, like a closed door or is it an open doorway? It, it is a closed door. Okay, I'm just going to uh, lift my crossbow and say, all right, I, I, I agree. I, I, it's time for, I guess some voice. It, it's time to shoot things. Oh okay. my gosh. <laughs> so can I make a perception to see how many voice, how many different voices I hear? Yes. Yeah, same. Or if you allow it. I'm yeah, yeah. It. Everybody can roll, yeah. Okay. Perception. I'm like, guys, there's definitely goblins in there. Okay, so Fabian, you just <laughs> wow, yeah, you just oh, okay, yeah, Fabian and uh, Ka- or Fabian, I'm sorry, Modi and Kai, uh, hear that there's just kind of a jumble of voices. You can make out two different tones, but you can't tell how many there are. Okay, and then. Um, I believe Bodden still has to make perception. Or is oh, yeah, that all oh, the two? Okay, yeah, you just hear voices. You don't even know what's. You just hear talking. Kai's gonna um, uh, ask Modi. Um, do you do you do you feel okay? Because it looked like you got hurt, and I don't want you to run in if you're hurt. Um, still okay. I can take a hit. I've got a potion. I don't. You should probably save that for yourself, if you're gonna help us. Okay. And then Kai just steps back and waits for them to open the door. 
but he does have his mace in his hand this time and his mace is really pretty it has a little butterfly on the top of it awesome (laughs) so i guess we're just waiting for somebody to open the door um i'll go ahead and open it and how are you opening are you like kicking this thing in are you how, how are you doing this I'm going to actually dash forward with my shield in front of me. Awesome. Okay. Um, and I want to get a shot off as soon as possible. It's the door. Okay. So Modi, uh, like, hunkers down and takes a step back from the door and then puts his shield up right in front of his shoulder and runs directly through the door, breaking it off its hinges. Um, there were no no enemies directly behind the door. If there were, they most likely would have been ran over. Um, but now Modi is in the middle of the room and Modi, you can see three goblins and a, what the heck was I going to call it? A, uh, a Githyanki warrior. There we go. So this Githyanki warrior is in a hallway that is lead, when you broke through the door, the hallway will be on the left side of the of the room. Uh, I will post a picture of the room real quick. Um, Bottoms, as soon as you shoot, um, I want you to make a a hit uh, to hit check real quick. Okay, that does not hit, but it flies over the uh, Githyanki warrior's head um, by the hallway on the left side. Um. So while this is happening, I. I would have had Kai look into the room. Could I roll possibly like a history check or something to see if I know about the Githyanki, like any uh, resistances or anything that I can tell them? If I can find what their resistances are and whatnot, yes, you can. Okay. Go, go, go ahead, yeah. Or like what they're weak to or anything that I might know about them. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Oh, that is a... Yeah, my history... 17 you would perceive that they have no really uh resistances or um weaknesses uh, yeah weaknesses thank you but you do know that they are fairly magical not like crazy magic but they can do basic uh cast basic magic spells okay so um i'm just like watch out guys they have magic now, since everybody's in there, um, I am going to have you roll initiative again. Oh my gosh, I got an eight. I'm rolling so badly. Where are the other... Um, go- there's three goblins and then the warrior, or two goblins and the warrior? Um, there are two goblins and the warrior. And where are the goblins in the room? Uh, the one, it would be directly in front of you. Um, the door didn't quite hit him because the room was a little wider uh, than the first one. It's actually quite a bit wider. Um, and the the other goblin is almost like right beside the Githyanki warrior uh, to his right, and he is facing you. Uh, both of them are facing you. But how far away are they? From you, they are not within uh, melee range. They're probably 15 feet away from you. Uh, from Modi, they're probably ten feet away, uh, but uh, but the fir- the goblin directly in front of you, from when you uh, ran in with the door, Modi, he is within melee range. Okay. 
And then Kai, none of them are within melee range for you either. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, since I have a shield, my armor class is well. It was eighteen, and then so it would be twenty. Holy crap! <laughs> That's why he doesn't need the potion. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty then. Well, uh, Bodens, you're going to be first in the rules. Okay. Uh, so for my free action, I'm going to um, stow my, or as a free action, I'm going to stow my crossbow. Um, I'm going to back up about a, a good distance, and I'm going to, for my action, pull my thunder cannon. Uh, next would be Modi. Okay. So, um. Since the goblin's on my on the way, I will ha- I will take a hit at him first, the one in front of me. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. Fourteen, I believe that does hit. I think that is their a goblin's uh, armor class actually. Ah, oh, no, just under their armor class. I'm sorry. So you swing at him and coming straight down, but you. You swing a little off to the side, and he jumps out of the way and just barely misses as your mace hits the floor and cracks the stone underneath of it. Then Modi will just um, step back and stand in front, uh, covering like the area with his shield um, to protect the other two. And now it is the Githyanki's turn, and him seeing you break through the door... And um, basically leave a crater in the floor with your mace. He is going to attack you because he believes you are the strongest. And since he is a warrior, uh, you would be the better challenge for him. Okay. So he will, let's see. He will hit you with a multi-attack with his greatsword. And to hit with the first one is a four, which definitely does not hit you. And uh, do you, when you make a multi attack, I'm this is a DM question, by the so way. You have to roll for each, um, yeah. Okay, just making sure. And the second one is an eight, so he misses both of them. And he he is now within your melee range, also. Okay. Um, but he he kind of like hunkers down and like puts his sword somewhat in front of him to block any kind of attack you would make or just to be prepared for to take a hit from you next. So Modi just kind of smirks a little bit. He does squint his eyes a little bit and bare his teeth and he points to the other he kind of makes a sign to the other goblins with his hand to uh tend to the people at the door and to signal that he has you handled and that is the end of his turn so with that we go to the goblin uh, that was standing by his side and he runs over to the door um, obeying the githyanki's orders and pulls out a scimitar and i believe kai are you the closest since Baden stepped back my god yeah, I probably will be. Would I have a chance to hit him since I'm on the way? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I do not hit anyway, so. Okay. 
so this goblin is now uh, standing right in front of Kai. And so he takes his scimitar, makes a slashing attack. And I believe that hits because he rolled a 21. Oh my god, yes, that hits. <laughs> okay. Oh, and he rolls a 1 plus 2, uh, so 3 slashing damage. Seven hit points left. And with that, the um, the goblin ends his turn. And Kai, it is now your turn. Um, so the one that just hit me, uh, Kai is going to look at it and say, that was really, really not nice. And he's going to cast... Um... As when you said that, he like kind of like screamed something in your face. But he, you don't know what he said. It just had a little bit of spit to it. (laughs) So he's going to be really disgusted. And then he's going to cast Sacred Flame, um, which uh, they have to make a dexterity saving throw against my spell save DC, which is 12. So you have to make a dexterity saving throw for them. Or the one that hit me, the one right in front of me. Okay. That is a 21. Okay, well, he uh, succeeds. Uh, uh, Alright, well, the spell doesn't affect him then, and I'm just really sad. <laughs> I am gonna back up uh, uh, and, like, behind buttons. And that would make it the last goblin's turn. That is right on the um, the opposite side of Modi. Um, and he will try to run past Modi, so Modi, go ahead and take a swing at him. Okay, you hit him, and he is, like, basically crawling to the door now. Um, when you hit him, it took, like, all of the wind out of him, and you were pretty sure you heard some, like, snapping and cracking. Uh, so you would think he probably has some broken ribs and maybe a collapsed lung. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so he is, like, literally, like, pulling himself across the floor to get to the door where he was told to go. So when when he gets there uh the other goblin uh kind of like looks at him like like I don't even know what you think you can do at this point you're just you know whatever but so that goblin is still going to try and get up and take a swing at or not take a swing since he's laying on the ground he's going to pull out his short bow and try to hit Kai, who is... Or wait, are you now behind Bottens? I am. Okay, well then he is going to try and hit Bottens, because Bottens is right in front. So, let's see. Yes, to hit, I have a 14. Miss. Okay, that arrow goes flying by, and it doesn't hit Kai either, because he's aiming more towards the ceiling. So, and he is going to try and crawl the rest of the way out of the door doorway and lean against the wall right right as you walk into the door. Uh, so, again, not trying to rules lawyer, but um, knock down, so he's technically prone. So if he's prone, yes. his speed is zero. He should oh, be moving crap. at all. I have it in the chat for you. Okay, okay. Well, then he is not in the doorway. But he, he, so he is laying by Modi then, but he did still try to hit you with his short bow. Okay, yep. Okay, so he is right behind you then, Modi, just laying okay. there. 
you kind of hear some like annoyed like whines. So, a <laughs> um, little bit of gurgling. And with that, it is Bodden's turn. Okay, I'm lowering my thunder, can- thunder cannon at the Gitsyanki, and I'm going to go ahead and take a shot. Now, the other goblin is still right in front of the door, too. Yeah, I'm not so concerned about him. So, <laughs> okay, so so you, you're aiming past yeah. him, then? That's completely fine. Um now, does this an automatic hit or? No, I still have to roll to hit. It's a ten, so I'm going to guess that misses. Yes, that. Okay, misses. then as a bonus action. But oh, it, go ahead. okay, I was going to say as it flies past him, it literally goes right in between Modi and him, and puts a hole in the wall. And now you can see some daylight shining in through the hole. Oh, um, and I can reload it as a bonus. So you reload. And the Githyanki is now trying to figure out whether Modi is worth his time or if you are more uh, uh, a a better fight to take to take on. And does that end your turn? Yep. Okay, and we're over to Modi. So Modi was like saw the hole in the wall and he was impressed by the attack. Um, but he is. He is going to cast um, Searing Smite, which is going to be the next time you hit a creature um, with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, your weapon flares with white hot intensity and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage. Um, And the creature does ignite in flames. Oh, nice. Okay. So I have to just roll to hit like normally, right? Yes. Okay. okay, that definitely hits. Awesome. Okay. And then the mace. Six plus five. Nice. And then so then extra we've got eleven. Oh, and an extra do, one. Well, do I roll an extra one d six for fire damage? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Nice. So okay. So seventeen. He is not bloody or anything. Okay. Um, he definitely he definitely felt it though, um, and his 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 gaze is kind of back on you now, like he made the right choice of staying uh, by you. So, does and does that end your turn? Um, I was going to ask. Um, for a reaction, uh, can I see still like prepare prepare a reaction or? Uh, so you can't prepare a reaction. You can ready an action, but you would yeah, have to no. give up your main action during the turn. Um, okay, so cool. reactions are slightly different. They're automatic things that happen if a certain trigger happens. Okay, cool. All right, that's that. That will be it then. Um, the Githyanki is his turn now. Um, he is going to make another. Um, double uh slashing attack uh with his great sword so roll to hit with the first which is a 15 which does not hit and a two which does not hit so he's getting pretty kind of like annoyed with himself at this point and he 
decides that you're not worth the trouble um, and that he probably is going to have better luck on the people cowering in the hallway. To him, you guys are cowering um, because you're not coming into the room. And he will take a opportunity um, hit from you, Modi. But it does not hit. You swing and he just kind of ducks out of the way and uh, heads over to um, stand on, not where the the goblin is uh, laying against the wall, um, but the opposite wall. He is just, um, he's staying over there so that you guys can't hit him with an attack. So if you were to uh, attack from the hallway again, and that ends his turn. So now it is the goblin that is standing in the doorway. Um, he is was kind of taken aback by the the blast that came from the thunder cannon, and uh, he's kind of afraid of you. But he he wants to leave, but you guys are blocking the path uh, to the exit. So he is going to run up to Bodens and make an attack. And he uses his scimitar, which gives us a 13. It's going to miss. Okay, he misses. And after that, he tries to run a little bit past you, um, which would give him a an opportunity to hit from both you and Kai. Hold on one second. Kai, go ahead. You go first. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to mace with the butterfly on it, and that is a... Hold on, let me check my sheet. Uh, 18 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. Now let me roll some damage. Oh, nice. That is seven points of budgeting damage from my mace. Nice. Okay. So he, as you're swinging it and it's coming down, he's just kind of like in a little daze like what is that was that is that a butterfly and then as it smacks him in the face it just kind of crushes the whole front of it and he falls down to the ground oh my god and i want you to make a strength check to see if you can pull it out of his head oh my god no because i got a five (laughs) okay so you are currently trying to pull it out of his head and luckily since you're not the next in uh in uh in the order that then you will definitely get that out of his head before your turn so <laughs> so at first i'm just like guys guys watch this and then when <laughs> i do it i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry it's not don't look don't look <laughs> but Amor is kind of happy about because he's kind of <laughs> looking back since all the enemies are that way now so he's he smirks when he sees, sees it's stuck don't look Hey there, it's Brayden, your Game Master and new best friend. I wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that you can become a part of the podcast yourself. Uh, If you tweet at us on Twitter uh, with the hashtag Crit20Cast, you'll have a chance to have your name used for a character in the game. You can also give uh, shoutouts, messages, or advertisements uh, if you're trying to advertise for you know, a business or whatever you're trying to advertise, I guess. 
Uh, you can do that by emailing us at crit20cast at gmail.com. Um, oh, and our Twitter, by the way, is uh, the at symbol uh, followed by crit20cast. Um, if you give us a donation uh, to our, uh, which you'd have to uh, work through our Gmail to do all of that stuff, so and talk with us and whatnot. Um, but if you do that, uh, we will put you or, well, your your message, advertisement, or whatever on our metaphorical soapbox. Uh, so get yourself a soapbox message and be heard. Also, don't forget to leave a review and a rating on iTunes. Uh, that would help the podcast to grow, and we want to give as many people as possible a chance to listen. Uh, and if you leave a review, we will even read them at the end of the whatever episode follows um, after you left the review. So I think that would be a pretty cool thing to be able to do. Um, and Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, one more thing, you can follow the podcast and the players and myself on Twitter. You can reach all of us at Crit20Cast on Twitter, uh, or just myself at Snow Aspire. Uh, there's also Jarrell, who plays Kai. Uh, he is at Jitrel, which is J-I-T-R-E-L on Twitter. Uh, Fabian, who is the voice of Modi, does not have a Twitter, but can be found on Instagram at Fabes23, which is spelled F-A-B-E-Z-2-3. Unfortunately, Bodens will only be in this episode. Uh, Sam, the voice for Bodens, he got a new job literally the day after this episode was recorded, and his schedule was not going to allow him to uh, be on the podcast. Uh, he might be in future episodes as like a little special appearance and whatnot, but we aren't really sure when that will be exactly. But now that we've got all that stuff out of the way, let's get back to the show, and I'll talk to you all later. So now that since your mace is stuck in his head and you're trying to get pull it out, um, anything that runs past you, you're not going to be able to make a, a hit of opportunity because you're going to be trying to get that mace out of their head. But I don't think you're going to have to worry about anything running past you at this point. Um, and with that, it is now... Oh, wait. It is your turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I'm actually just going to leave the mace there. Okay. Um, for now, and I'm gonna do another sacred flame on the other, um, the other goblin. Okay, so you are walking in to the door. No, uh, it is. Uh, is he within sixty feet of me? Can I see him within sixty feet? Or yeah, yeah, he's in the middle of the room. Still oh, then yeah, I'm not moving. I'm okay. casting my spell from where I'm at. Okay. Um, he has to make another uh, saving throw. I do want to apologize because for some reason I said that he was on the other side of that door and I forgot that he wasn't allowed to move. So, yeah, he's still in the middle of the room. Okay, it is a dexterity saving throw. Okay, dexterity saving throw. And he rolls a nine. What is dexterity? Plus oh, that misses. Two. Oh, wait. That still misses. Yes. Okay. Um, so he is going to take... 
you're gonna kill him either way. You could roll a one and kill him. <laughs> oh, okay, good, because that's what I rolled. <laughs> okay. So he takes one point of radiant damage. One point. Okay, you barely char him a little bit, but it's enough to kill him. And yeah, so he is now a little toasted. Um, <laughs> Modi, I want you to make some kind a perception check to see if it might smell decent. Or can you smell as a robot? The whole time, I'm just like, oh my gosh, guys, look at what I did! I killed both I of them. I think you can smell because I think yeah. you're. Like yeah, it doesn't say a anything. Individual. Yeah, the only thing it says is it's just though I do not need to eat, drink, or sleep or breathe. So, but you can if you wanted to. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, then yeah, you can smell. So I want you to make a perception check perception? to see if you think it okay. smells good. It would probably be a con check, wouldn't it? Or is that what it would be? I think so. Okay, I'm sorry. Good. Make that. Make a. A con save. Yes. Okay. Okay, so you think that it smells horrible. You don't think it <laughs> smells good at all. And you also... I want you to make a perception check on whether or not you thought that Kai did a decent job on that attack. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to leave, leave that one up to you because that's average. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, Modi was happy that Kai finally, um, was able to overcome his, uh, I don't know, <laughs> his, um, way of life. He's not hitting and, anything else for the rest of the day. And did something He's for done. the team. That he finally got violent. <laughs> yes. It's okay. never gonna happen again. Alright, well now there is only the Githyanki left, and it is Bodden's turn. And this right, Githyanki um, is to... inside the doorway. Okay. Not, uh, not I'm going to move me. where I can see and take another shot. Okay. Oh, this that, one's a 15. It does not hit. Okay. Um, I'm going to reload as a bonus and then back up my entire 35 feet. Okay. And we're, so you were in, you would have had to have been in the doorway, so he will get an opportunity attack. No, no, no. I, I was or, made in the hallway. Um, I just moved like across the hall so I could see. Oh, okay, room. okay, okay, yeah. okay. That's completely fine then. And so is that ending your turn then, moving back? Yeah. Okay. Um, it is now Modi's turn. Um, I'm just gonna take a, a swing at him. Okay. With my mace. Does it still have fire damage, or was it just that last um, attack? Well, that's on his turn. He's ignited with fire, so he's he'll have to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, on his okay. Turn. Well, then I actually need to make that for the last one then. What happens if he doesn't make it? He takes another 1d6. And what is that save? What is it to beat? Constitution. Uh, let me see. I don't think he beats it. What's though. your spell casting ability? It's, it's wisdom. Okay, uh, what's a DC on your spell saves? It's 12. Okay, yeah, he doesn't beat it. He only rolled a 4, so he takes another 2 damage. Uh, still not bloody. And, okay, so now you can go ahead and make your uh, to-hit roll if you would like. Uh, no, that does not hit. And then are you moving or are you staying where you are? Uh, I will 
Hmm. He was in the other hallway, right? Like, right at the edge, so he wouldn't get hit. Um, he, he is, like, at the hallway door just off to the side. Um, but if you moved over within uh, range to make a melee attack, if you back away, he will get an opportunity hit. Okay. So at this point, I'm in front of him in or behind him. Y- you... You are in front of him. He is facing towards you with his back against the wall. Okay. Um, no, I'll just, I'll just stay there. Okay. And Kai, it is your turn. Or no, no, it is the Githyanki's turn. I'm sorry. And since you are still in his way and immediately in front of him. He's oh, my not... God. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um. But yeah, since you're right in front of him, he doesn't want to take an opportunity hit, so he is going to try and hit you again with his multi-attack. Uh, rolls a 13, which doesn't hit. And a 19, plus... What is his attack to hit? I don't think it gets a plus. You, you add your strength mod. Oh, okay. Well, he does hit with this then because that makes it 21. And then his damage to roll is 1d6, I believe. Yes, 1d6. 3 plus 4, so 7. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm down. Wait one <laughs> one second. Well, so, hang on. I want to I want to make sure that this is right because the multi attack it doesn't have like a a die roll, but it does say with the great sword that it gets a plus four, um, and the hit is two d six plus two. Yep. So uh, so so um, it's all set for you. So you roll two d six at the two. The plus four is what you add to the um, d twenty to hit. Oh, okay. So not the yeah. okay. So it would just be plus two then. So you would have you'd be at taking a hit of five damage or no two d six. So I have to roll another d six. You could also take average, which is suggested for um, first level. Okay, I yeah, I'm I'm going to go with the first of what I said. So just I I only want you to take five, just because you are level one and this is a very high level. Uh, warrior. Um, so yes, you're only going to take five points of damage for that. Okay. Um, I was gonna ask because I have um this ability which is shield, which is a a reaction spell, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which you which you take when you are hit by an attack or targeted by magic missile. So it says. Um. So would that. Would I be able to do that or no? Because uh, I didn't. Yeah, prepare. yeah. If you, if you want to, I mean, you're only going to take five points. I mean, that's still a lot. But if you want to use that, you can. I don't mind. Okay. So what it would have, what it would have been, um, it says an invisible barrier of magical force appears and protects you until the start of your next turn. You have a plus five bonus to your AC. Okay. Well, then, yes. He, you will not take any damage then. But yeah, if we, Dang. if we would have, um, 
if we would have gotten past you taking damage and gone on to the next turn, then I would have said, no, you can't do that. But since we were still in the middle of him attacking you, then, yeah, you can do that. So, yeah, you take no damage then. Okay, cool. And now it is Kai's turn. Okay, um, I am gonna... Is the Githyanki within 60 feet of me? Uh, he is within 60 feet, but you cannot see him unless you move closer. Okay, well, I'm gonna move closer to the point where I can see him. Okay, you you can see him from, and be far enough away that he can't make an opportunity attack, so... Excuse me. Okay, that's what I want to do. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to ask... Um, uh, Fabian, what's your character's name? I just Modi. Modi. I'm gonna ask Modi um, if he can. No, I'm not. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I am gonna. You know, I'm just gonna run up and try to hit him with my mace, and then use. And then I want to back up after I do it. Okay. I know he will get an attack of opportunity, but I don't want to be standing right there. Uh, let's roll a hit. Seventeen. Oh, nice! You just hit his armor class, so yeah. I'm so good. Okay, <laughs> and then that is wait, uh, wait. Damage is, you don't, you what? don't, Uh-oh. you don't have, or no, you do have your mace now. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah I would have picked you, it up. Sorry, you, yeah, you I got it. it you got it. I just, I was just making sure. I, I don't know. I lost my, lost the track of thought there. But okay, so yeah. And Roll that is gonna be six points of damage. Okay, so he is still not bloody. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm going to back up as far as I can. <laughs> okay. Um, so he is going to make an attack, but with you, he is going to make a single greatsword attack. Come on! <laughs> and he rolled an eight. <laughs> that misses! <it! laughs> okay. So you back up just quick enough for his sword to literally like hit the ground. And the reason he only did a one one attack on you is because he didn't think that you would take more than one hit to kill. And is that what you're going to do to finish your turn? Yeah, I'm not even worth it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bottoms is back to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to, to the surprise of a shoot my thunder cannon. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, I've been waiting for this. Okay. Hopefully. Ah, it doesn't hit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so reload as a bonus. Okay, so right now the Githyanki is has decided he's probably not going to pay attention to you uh, until last because he doesn't think you have that great of aim. Um, oh, dang, he's just mean to all of us. I don't, I don't know why I'm telling you guys what he's thinking because you guys wouldn't know that. <laughs> But he he basically the way you would tell us he does not pay attention to you even approaching and shooting at him anymore. He's more focused on Modi. So that's how you would know that. Okay. Okay, and now we are back to Modi. Okay. Um. Did um he do his turn already? Like, or is? Or, been... or yes, you you reloaded Bottoms. Are are you doing anything no. after that? Uh, I think he's asking about the uh, fire damage. Oh crap! Or no, because no, it's not his turn. Or no, he already had a turn, so he needs to take another fire damage. Um, the Constitution to or 
Yeah, the Constitution save to beat was 12. It's 12, yes. And he does not make it. He takes a 2. And he gets 5 damage. Still not bloody. Um, Modi's gonna um, go ahead and um, cast Inflict Wounds. Okay. Um, I'm not familiar with the spell or how to... What exactly... How to save from that, or... Uh, let me put it in the... Um, he has to... Fabian has to hit. You don't get a save. Oh, okay, so no save. It automatically hits. No, he has to roll to hit. Oh, okay, okay, to roll to hit. Gotcha. Um, actually, I don't, don't think I have another spell, so never mind. So I'll just make a, a regular attack with my mace. And it hits... Okay. Now, I do want to ask you guys a question. When when an enemy gets bloody, is there a percentage that his health gets to or a number that his health gets to? 5e doesn't have bloodied rules anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I mean, it's a... a, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. uh, So, in in the older editions, bloody was actually 50% health. Um, In these editions, like I said, it's not actually a thing anymore. So, you... Usually, what I do when I'm DMing is I just go ahead and describe, um, you know, how the opponent's looking, how he's, you know, sort of struggling to lift his weapons, what have you. Okay, okay. Well then, he, you guys would definitely start to notice bruises on his body. Um, his, he is not moving his left arm anymore. He is only moving his right arm. So he is he cannot make a a uh, double attack. Or yes, he can. He can't make a two handed attack anymore. Um, so he can still do his uh, multi attack though. Stand in front of, um, go ahead and move and stand in front of, uh, actually, no, he's focused on me. I'll stay. I'll stay. Okay. All right. And it is his turn. So he is going to, let's see. Well, then he is going to cast Misty Step and he now appears, I'm going to say, um, Bottoms, did you back up again? Okay, so he can't teleport past you. He is... Okay, he is now within... In the doorway of this room, opening the door. And does he still have a move ability that he can use? He does, I yes. Mean, he still has an action, because Misty Step is the bonus action. Unless I missed his action. Uh, he, did, he did not take an action if, if Misty Step is a bonus. Yeah, yeah. he still has an action. Oh, okay. Well, then before he used Misty Step, he wanted to um, try and hit uh, Modi again. An 11 does not do it. And a 5 does not do it. So he takes mis- he uses Misty Step and appears in front of the door uh, that would go into the next room and then uh, opens it and runs inside. Wait, does he run past me? He missed no, this is moving oh, further okay. yeah. further into okay. and yeah. 
so I am going to um, go ahead and let you guys out of initiative now. Uh, so you can move. You can decide what you're going to do again until you get into that room. But once you go back, well, I'm going to you... run right after him. Oh, okay. Well, I was, okay. I'm still going to keep your guys' initiative the same, but you don't have to take turns in what you do right now. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I, I I assume I would have seen which room you went into. Yes, it's yeah the only door in this room. Um, I am trying to get you that section. Um, so I'm going to run right in there after him. And then I don't want to go into the room. Um, I just want to be able to see him. Okay. Um, so I guess I can open the door until I see him. Okay. He is, you see that he is now standing on an altar, uh, fumbling through uh, what looks like potion bottles. Um, you can't really tell what's in any of them. Uh, you don't know. It could be a health potion or even a poison. Um, um, is he within 60 feet of me? Yes, he is. All right. Well, as I see him doing this, I am going to cast levitate, um, which on a, uh, one creature object that I choose that I can see is raised 20 feet vertically, um, and remains there for the next 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> the, he has to make a constitution saving throw. Are you using it on him? Yes. On him. Oh crap. Okay. Constitution saving throw is let's see, 16, fail. 17. Oh my gosh, he totally did not fail. <laughs> so he is unaffected. So never mind. Okay, anybody else trying to run after him while he's scrambling through these potions? You won't be able to get close enough to hit him but unless you have a ranged weapon. And you will not have to be in initiative to hit him because he's not paying any attention to any of you he's trying to find something to heal himself well i'm gonna move forward and try to hit him okay uh we finally have a 21 oh nice okay and uh, go ahead you need to roll for six damage okay um he falls forward onto the altar um that he is uh scrounging through um, not dead it's just it pushed him a great bit and he is now has a limp as he or he's trying to uh lift himself back up but he is now in a kneeling position um trying to pull himself um into in a standing position using the altar and when he does so he pushes on the only health potion that's surrounded by a bunch of empty bottles and it pushes it off the back of the altar and shatters on the ground. So he is, he, he's just staying right where he is. He can't do much of anything. Okay, I am going to try to cast another spell. This time I am going to cast command and he has to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Wow. He rolls a four. Yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so uh, I get to choose what he's going to do. And he can't really move because he's prone. Or would he be just kneeling? I don't know if there's an in-between. Wait, he's... he's. So I don't have any abilities that knock him down. Um, so technically, per raw, he would just be kneeling unless you as DM want to say that he was knocked prone. 
Okay. Well, he he is still kneeling in front of the altar. He's he's trying to pull himself up still. And I noticed that all the all the other potions are not healing potions, so like I'm not worried about him getting any of those, right? Yes. Um, but you I you am... also don't know what is in the other potions. You just okay, know so that they I... don't heal. Then uh, I am going to command him to uh, uh, da, 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 approach me. And um, he has to use his entire action to move towards me by the shortest and most direct route, ending his turn within five feet of me. Okay. Well, and away is... from that table. So I want to get him as far away from the table as possible because I'm still at the onset of the room. Okay, then yes, he is standing right in front of pretty much all three of you. And then I'm going to let these guys wail on him. <laughs> all right. Um, it is Bodden's turn. All right. Uh, and how you close did is not he reload. Me? It's a bonus action, so yeah. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I, I automatically reload. Um, how far away from me is he? I'm going to say you guys are standing right beside each other. Um, or or no, Modi, did, Modi, did you run into? Oh uh, yeah, I mean I, yeah, I, I just went and when when they okay, went in. would you guys say that you are all three side by side? No, I stayed back so I could shoot. Okay, okay. Well then, it would be Modi and Kai. Okay. Well, we're gonna try another shot. Uh, with a ten. It does not hit. Okay. And then, and any, then bonus reload. Okay. Um, Modi, it is your turn now. Okay. So he's still pretty far, right? Away from no, no, no. No, he's, he's within five feet of you. He's right in front of you. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. And then so... he, and then, but as, as you, um, as you're, or go ahead, go ahead and, uh, do your to hit real quick. Okay. Okay, it do, it wouldn't have hit, but he does see you try to swing anyway, and he puts his hand up, um, trying to, uh, like more or less get your attention, like that he's willing to comply with what you're, you know, why you're there. He can't talk to you in a language you understand, but he's trying to motion, you know, that he's yielding at the moment. Um, I'll let you guys decide what you want to do. Well, I try to hit him anyway, but no. <laughs> okay, That's but fine. um, but then I, I didn't, I, then I notice what he's trying to do, and uh, and I turn back and and um, see what Kai has to say for the first time ever, because he <laughs> impressed impressed uh, Modi with his attack back in the hallway <laughs> for the first time ever. <laughs> um. I'm going to walk up to him uh, and then I'm going to wave at him and see if he waves back or I'll try to uh, communicate like peace in a, in whatever way possible that I think he would understand and then wait for him to respond. Okay. He nods at the sign you're making with your hands. Um, the two fingers in the shape of a V and uh, he, he nods and, uh, he uh he he puts his sword down on the ground and uh he he starts uh he starts pointing at a wall um he he taps his chest and points at the wall 
on in the corner um there, there you don't see really any kind of signs there's no door there's no anything it's just a wall and he's he keeps he um touches his chest um points at Modi and then points at the wall and then so uh, I'm going to say like right, I'm going to try to draw a crystal in the floor okay and then um, point at Modi who I assume is like black and then like point at the wall and see if it like if he makes a connection um, he does not with that. He points at his sword and then points at the wall. <gasps> oh, this is the hidden room. Oh, my gosh. But I feel like we shouldn't go because that's not why we're here. But it's so cool. <laughs> I don't know what to do, guys. Should we go? He's still just he's pointing at Modi and points to the wall again. He he points at you and shakes his head no and points at Bodens and shakes his head no and points at Modi and points and touches his ch- his own chest and then points at the wall. Um guys, that might be that might be the hidden room. We should probably check it out. Modi, I think he wants you to go. Um before before you move though, he points at the above, on on the altar, the 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 uh the side of the table. It says um to to keep this you must first give it to me. And that's that's all that it says on it. And uh he points at the table, points back at Modi and then points at the wall. But you you don't I don't know if you understand what he's trying to say. Okay, um can I like perceive um his intentions in in any way like with any checks? Um yeah, you yeah, you can go ahead and make a perception check. Um, for intention, you would make an insight check. Ah, oh, yes. And by the way, I- I'm tying the guy up. Okay, that's okay. That's completely fine. He is being totally cooperative. You, he's letting you tie him up. Um, he keeps nodding to Modi and to the wall. And Modi, you really you don't have any kind of feeling that this guy is going to try anything. His sword is on the ground. He's his up. Uh, hands i are i'm going to assume are tied behind him yeah okay um so after i do this i'm actually going to sit on the ground in front of the wall and begin catch, casting a ritual and i'm going to cast de- uh excuse me detect magic okay um when you cast detect magic you don't detect anything in this room um but you do detect something close by uh, you just you can't tell how far away it is. You just you know that it is not in this room, and it, the wall itself is not magic. Okay, um, I'm going to take a crowbar out of my pack and start to um, smash it into the wall in the corner that he's been pointing to. Okay. So as he does and that, he, I'm he like... immediately when you start hitting it, he starts like shaking his head like very <laughs> yeah. like, violently. No. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. tell Buttons to please stop. He said Modi has to do something. We probably shouldn't smash the wall. And he so he nod he point he like nods his head forward to Modi and then nods his head to the table that says to keep this you must first give it to me. Uh so Modi's kinda getting the the feeling that he's trying to make me do some sort of uh, 
like take us some sort of oath or whatever or some type of uh uh I don't know something to be able to get what we want or get past the wall um so he's going to go to the table and and he is going to can I investigate the table uh the only thing that you're going to notice is that it has, um, I mean, I'm I'm not going to make you roll for it because you can walk around it if you want. Um, and it has, uh, it shows pictures of uh, individuals kneeling and uh, another person standing in front of them with a sword um, on their shoulders. And it has it basically like that scene a bunch of times around the entire back of the table. And it has... On the front, it just says, to keep this, you must first give it to me. And that's all that it says. And the the top of it is completely flat, except for with the potion bottles that are sitting up there. Um, so you, seeing the potion bottles, you kind of think to yourself that they were trying to give the, like, material things um, to the, to put on this altar, thinking that it would show them something, and it did not do anything. So you know that it's not a material thing that you have to give up. So I look at Modi and I'm like, um, maybe you should try sitting on it. Um, I, w- I want um, Modi to, or no, I want um, Kai to roll a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And uh, Modi, uh, go ahead and do an insight check real quick. That is a... Oh, um, good luck. 16. Okay. Oh, yeah, wait, no, he, no. 17, 17. Okay. He he looks at you for a moment, kind of, like, considerate, and he was, like, he, like, shakes his head, like, no, that's that's retarded. <laughs> and, uh, um, okay, so you're back to looking at this altar. So I will just um uh drop my weapon and shield and uh kneel in front of the altar. Um the the Githyanki is like shaking his head yes, but trying to get across that it's not just he's he's he needs to use his hands, so he's like shaking his hands behind his back. And, uh, like, making, just, like, just trying to talk in general, he's not, you can't understand what he's saying, but he's trying to, he, he, he kneels down and then starts talking, and then stands up, and then kneels back down and starts talking. I'm gonna ask Bottens, um, can we possibly just take his hands out for a little bit, maybe? I'm going to floor my gun and say, don't even think about it. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh, all right he uh he he uh he walks over to modi um with his hands in front of him uh palms out um and then um kneels down beside him and then uses his hands to uh like it goes from his mouth like just outward And he, he, he stands back up and, like, turns to face where he was just kneeling 
and um, pretends to and like does like a little air sword and like taps it on where his shoulders would have been, and then he goes and kneels down again and then says he he does that with his hands again from his mouth. So <laughs> I will I will do the same thing. I will copy. Maybe the... he has to say the <laughs> oath. But what, what is, is the oath? I don't know. I'm just making suggestions. Okay, you he he he's he uh he he points he points at Kai, but then um when or he I'm trying to think of how to do this without giving away the answer. It's he he points at the table, the letters on the table, and uh it says <clears throat> it says to keep this you must first give it to me. And he uh he's like scrambling around try to find trying to uh find something to uh write with on the table uh or to even like carve with and he he uh picks up a potion bottle and um breaks it and and then sets it down and then puts his hands up to let you know that he's not trying to hurt anybody with it and he takes the glass and uh starts writing but then realizes that he's writing in the language that he speaks so he throws the glass against the wall across the room and uh runs his runs his hands through his hair and uh he uh then he he stops from it and he starts pointing at the word that he wrote down he's just pointing at the letters okay so modi is going to kneel down again and he's going to say um I give my word, or he's just gonna say word. <laughs> okay, if you just say word, nothing happens, and he's he like he starts getting frustrated again, and he he points at um Kai and then points at uh um uh, Modi again and then to the table, and uh, then he points at multiple words. He points at four words to be exact. So then Kai tells him, "Say I give my." I give my word. And just like that, um the the wall um off to the left um like has a bunch of like cracking sounds happening and you've noticed that you know since there are no doors there you have yet to see any kind of uh like caskets or sarcophaguses anywhere uh, other than the family members and so you definitely think that okay well uh, maybe this might be the way to the actual burial chamber. So the this wall basically like slides apart and part of it crumbles and it reveals another hallway. And uh, the warrior points um, down the hallway. So Kai points to Modi and says, after you. And Modi says, um, what, are, what are we going to do with him? And he he is he is letting you tie him back up. He's not trying to run off or anything. Alright, then I'll look at Modi and say, Alright, lead the way. Let's go down the hall. Alright, uh Modi will go ahead and start walking. So you start walking down the hallway. It's a very long hallway. Uh let me get the picture up for you. Um there's nothing really special. There's there are like uh torches lit on both sides all the way down. And the floor is completely black, 
Um, it's like a black marble. It is not at all in the same condition that the rest of the place in. This looks like it is brand new. So Modi's going down the hallway first. And are you guys following behind him? Are you guys staying in that room or what? I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure we're following. Yeah, I'm following behind and I have my crossbow again. Okay. And I'm right behind um, Buttons. Okay, as soon as you guys step on the floor uh, after Modi, a... Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Hey, I was literally just going to check for traps and didn't do it. <laughs> um, that is a 17. Or, okay, 12. 17. Okay, you hit a 12 and uh, he hit a 17. Okay, so you get hit with what looks like a small dart. Um, you're not sure uh, what all is you know, on it, if anything. Um, all you know is that you just got hit with a dart and you will take one D four. Do I have a four sided die? Yes, I do. It is a triangle. Okay. And you take a two, uh, for damage. Okay. Um, and Kai, you managed to get out of the way. Um, so... Modi, how do you react to this? Because it did not fire one at you or the uh, Githyanki warrior. I am going to turn around and can I make a, an investigation check on the wound, on the dart? Uh, yes, go ahead. Uh, it is, to you, it's just a dart. Um, but Bottoms, you don't feel like anything is amiss. Like, you don't feel like it was poisoned. You feel like it was just a dart. Okay. I am going to say that since I and the other warrior made the oath, I don't think, I don't think they're targeting us, but it seems like this tomb or whatever it is, is not welcoming you guys. And Kai's going to say, that's okay. I'm usually not from anywhere anyway. <laughs> so do you guys continue <laughs> I, I'm yeah. looking to Modi for what to do I will I will try to defend you guys but obviously there's no promises us we can see this tomb is full of surprises and I'm going to you know sort of uh, smack my scale mail my, the chest plate of my scale mail be like I think I'll be alright Okay. Then let's go. Um, Kai, how are you feeling? <laughs> this is the DM's way of telling you to heal yourself. You can... Well, how how much do you guys all have left? You all, you're still at seven, seven, and ten, right? I'm at yeah. eight now. Oh, okay, okay. So I just took damage. Oh yes, yes. I forgot about that. Okay. All right. So are you? So you all continue walking then? Okay. So you guys get about halfway. Um, through the hallway again, and I need you guys to make... I'm gonna offer... Uh, oh, okay, never mind. Okay, you guys need to make another dexterity save. After this, I'm gonna offer the two health potions. <laughs> okay, I'm so, taking a four. Yeah, okay, yeah, you got hit again. Ooh, I got a three. And you got hit. So, I'm gonna roll for both of you, and you both take four. Oh. <laughs> Um, this time, though, Modi, you realize that it did not come from in front of you. It came from behind you and targeted those two again. 
Okay. And it did not target you or the uh, Githyanki warrior. I am going to turn around. Uh, is the warrior behind me? Behind? Yes, he, he is with Bodden's, um walking beside him tied. Should Bodden, we... Do you want to help Potion? Oh, uh, absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to pass Bodden's one, and then I'm going to ask okay. Modi, do you want one as well? I, I don't think... Uh, um this tomb is targeting me, so it, it's better if you guys keep it. I feel like you're already hurt. I'll, I'll be, be all right. Great. Wow, everyone here is now, just so which, efficient. I, I want you to make a... Um, uh, would this be a dexterity check, giving him something? To see if no, he notices No, he can just it? pass it off. Well, I mean, to see if he notices which one it is. Because he also has that weird potion too. Oh yeah, I do have that weird one. <laughs> uh, but I don't think I don't think I'm gonna give it to him because he doesn't want it. Uh, oh, unless you mean no, the one that I meant Bodden's. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't. But Bodden's, you'll uh, also give make. me two colors. Okay, you have uh, red and green. Okay, uh, I'll take the green one. Okay. Okay, I want you to make a. Uh, whatever a remembering would that be in intelligence i would be wisdom yeah. if it's something to remember okay um, so what intelligence. i don't remember let's 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 make let's yeah let's make a a wisdom check real quick okay I, just uh, to see if either me? just to see if yeah. either one of you can remember which one information was recall is definitely intelligent. advantage and all yes okay. yes Okay. But my intelligence isn't good. So do you want me to make a wisdom? I have okay. 23. Okay, so oh, you, kn okay. you know that the green one is the weird one. You cut out. Oh, uh, you, know that, you know that the weird one is the green one? Yes. Okay, that's, that's what you know. So which do you take the green one? Yeah. Okay, are you drinking it? Okay, as you drink it, you regain all of your health, but your entire body disappears and you just look like a floating head. Okay. So now I am so freaked out by this. <laughs> so, but so now you cannot tell where your uh your weapons are and anything that you touch um, starts to disappear. Um, the floor around you does not disappear, but it it does just in like a small circle around your foot. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm like, uh, please touch me. <laughs> I'm backing away from you. <laughs> no. And okay, and you're not touching the warrior, correct? No. Okay. All right, and are you guys still walking then? And also, are is Kai? Are you drinking your potion as well also? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, no. Mm, yeah. Okay, and then I'm going to say you are back at full health as well. I'm not going to make you Yay. roll for anything. And now I I still have one more potion. Yes, and it's okay. a regular one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. uh if you all continue walking, you get to the door and two more darts shoot out. 
and so make dexterities again. I'm going to give you advantage, though, because you guys were kind of expecting this one. 19. Okay, yeah, you miss. It misses you. You kind of, like, turn around, like, catch it, like, right before it hits you. So we can't see her body, but... Um, you, you you can see her head, like, or her, I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. His, his you can see yeah. his head. Um, and, but as soon as he catches the dart, the dart disappears also. 18. Yep. And you yours misses too. Yeah. So, okay. And you guys are at the door. Since I'm ahead, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, open it. Okay. Um, a kind of like dust like unsettles from off the floor, like when you open it and it kind of like um, blows out towards you a little bit um, as the air uh, comes out of the room um, into the hallway just a bit. And you see that there are five um, uh, sarcophaguses um, all in a star shape. And in the middle of the room, there is a pedestal and in the pedestal, all you see is a hilt. Like you see a, there's no blade visible. It's just a hilt face, like, like a sword would be stabbed into the pedestal. And there is one, uh, sarcophagus at the head of the group that's kind of raised off the ground at an angle. Um, like it would be looking over the pedestal in the center of the room and all around this room are, uh, pictures um, painted of dragons and knights fighting each other. And at the head, it has a knight with a sword held high in the air um, with a uh, standing on top of a dead dragon's head. Before we enter, I'm going to pretty much tell them what I see and... And look over to see what uh, signals the warrior gives me. Um, he just nods in your direction, kind of telling you to like go. It's you know that's where we're that's where we're going. There we go. We we just lost uh, Jamel. Uh, Jarrell. Jarrell, I was close. Yeah, I don't even know what the heck happened to mine. I like disappeared out of nowhere nope there he is yeah sorry i tried to okay. call him but never mind okay I'm back. yeah yeah i don't even know what the heck happened there but okay anyway so as i was saying the the uh get the dude uh like basically nods towards you like that's the way to go and um, modi's gonna point at um uh them both and and kind of like raises arms like uh what about them um he he nods his head yes like it's going to be fine now okay so he goes ahead and walks in the room mm-hmm. okay um the sword like this room is like perfectly lit there is no sign of any kind of lights though um, except for the hilt of the sword and the pedestal, or like the top of it around the sword is kind of like has a golden glow around it. And the hilt of the sword itself has a glow to it. Um, but it, like I said, it literally just looks like a hilt sitting there. There is no blade to be seen. 
the aura from the sword is not like negative, is it? No, no. It's if anything, it's like light. It'd be good, positive. Okay. And Bodens from the detect magic spell you cast earlier. This is what you are figuring is probably what that the your little uh, sensation you got from that would have been from. Okay, um, I'm going to ask my teammates if we have some time uh, for another ritual. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and, um, again, as a ritual cast, identify on the sword. This, you would recognize, um, has a a daily use, It that it requires time to rebuild whatever kind of power it has. Uh, you would know that it does fire damage. Um, uh, what else would it be? Uh, that it can once once its daily has been uh, used, it's that it kind of loses its magical property for the rest of that day. Um, uh, I think that's all. Uh, unless you have like something specific you want to know. Nope, um, that seems good. So I'm going to, um, I want to call you Merle, and I know it's not your name. <laughs> Modi. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to. Oh, oh. oh, Modi, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was confused. <laughs> I was thinking, I I'm glad somebody understood that. Um, I mean, M names are the same, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell Modi what I found and um, offer it to him. Okay. And Bodens tells you exactly what I just uh, what he just learned. So the other thing that's there is the raised uh, casket, right? There's one yes. that's raised. Yes. I'm gonna look back at the warrior and point at the casket and see how he reacts. He he just kind of shrugs his shoulders and nods toward the sword. Towards the sword. Yes, towards the sword. I'm going to hand Modi my crowbar and nod past it. <laughs> I do want you guys to know that the Githyanki probably does not know about the crystal. I th- that he was most likely there for the sword. Um, but he, if you noticed, he's not trying to like make a move towards the sword at all. He's trying to get Modi to make a move on the sword. Um. I am going to go up to Modi before he touches this thing. Uh-huh. And I am going to cast... Wait, hold on one second. Resistance. Okay, uh, you touch one, one willing creature once before the spell ends. The target can roll a d4 and add the number roll to saving throw of their choice. So I'm going to cast resistance on Modi, and just in case there's any type of saving throw that you have to do once you touch this thing, um, you get to add uh, a d4 to whatever number you roll. Okay? okay. That's it. So Modi nods as a, as a thank you. And he's going to um... Go ahead and uh, attempt to grab the sword, the hilt. Okay. Um, nothing happens. It's just there. What do you do? You just grab it. 
Yeah, feels like, little, it, it feels a little warm, but I mean nothing crazy. Do you, are you are you just holding the hilt, or are you trying to uh, like pull it towards you? Are you trying to lift it up? Or are you trying to push it down? I will try to just pull it like towards me. Um, if you pull it towards you, it does not move. Because you you feel like whatever it is is like firm in there. Um, if you, I'm assuming if you pull it, you are pulling it like straight towards you, not up out of the pedestal. So what? It's solid though. Then he will just he will try to um, pull it upwards and see you if die. that's what. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, um, no. Uh, yeah, it pulls out like a bunch of sparks are starting to like shoot out like around the blade. Um, it's like the blade itself is gold. It's like a solid gold color with bronze on the on the blade and uh, the actual like the edges of the blade uh, where where it would be sharp. And uh when you pull it out and it gets insanely bright in the room, almost bright to where it's hard to like see it's, it's almost like washing everything out in the room. All the, the paintings turn white and there, you, there is no, you, the walls are just completely white. Now you are in a white room with sarcophaguses while you have this sword. Can I do a perception check to see if there's anything in the room while he does that? Like anything uh, noticeable? Uh, yes, you can. That'll actually be interesting because then I'll get to make up what's going on in my brain right now. Okay. <laughs> that is a 19. Nice. Okay. Okay. So you start looking around and you... I. I assume, are you uh, looking at the pedestal at all, too? Yeah, I'd like to encompass that in my search, yeah. Definitely, I want uh, I want to examine everything, including that. Okay, on the pedestal, you the walls, not so much anything. They just turned white. The ceiling is white. But on the pedestal, you've noticed that there were five other names that were written in a language you didn't really understand. It was kind of a lost language. Um, but you, you recognize them as names cause they had dates, uh, uh, that you would think were birth and death dates. Um, and underneath you see like carving itself is the word Modi and that's all that you see now. Wait, I see the word Modi under like, like his carving itself. Yes, like it is, it's just appearing into the the pedestal underneath all of the other names. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm like, Modi, oh my gosh. <laughs> There's uh, your name. It's, it's, uh, something's happening. You should like not pull maybe or pull. I don't, your, your name <laughs> is there. I don't know. Modi is going to... Um, push the sword back in and see what happens. You see that it cannot be pushed back in. That it's you are pushing with everything you got, and it's not going back in. It is halfway out. You haven't pulled it completely out. Okay. I I am going to. Uh, Modi is going to. 
let go and he will ask do you guys think we should inspect the um the the tomb whatever it is i want everybody else to make a a perception check real quick okay i have zero. Oh, okay to you nothing changes the room is just white everybody looks the same uh 14 okay you notice that the as soon as he let go and started talking to you the sword disappeared and you realize that it reappeared on his hip um sheathed in everything and yes so that's that's where we are with that <laughs> uh Moni, i feel like it might be just a little too late um because it's it's on you hmm. it, it's yours now um yay good thing maybe so Modi is going to turn to the warrior and he's going to point out the the casket that has his name on it my name on it okay you actually took the uh the thought out of my brain because i hadn't said that yet but uh because on the pedestal your name was written down underneath all the other names but uh anyway so as you were turned around a the caskets the five um kind of like spread out around the room and another one appeared, but it was open and empty, and it did say your name on it as well. Um, but on where it has the date, there is no like date that you died. It's just empty. And the the Githyanki uh, warrior uh, like kneels down towards you, and just stays there, just knelt down. I feel like. So Modi's going to turn to um, everyone and he's going to say that he feels like he just made a pact with these warriors, whatever they were. He's not sure, but he he feels as though there is now a pact um, with whatever is going on. And I'm just like, uh, Modi, I'm pretty sure when you said I give you my word, you gave it your word. <laughs> and the the uh, Githyanki nods in the back. Um, I didn't notice the black crystal anywhere in here, right? Yes, but nobody's opened the sarcophagus either. Oh. Well, uh, I was going to say y'all just uh, walk back and be like, no, we didn't even find it. Did you check in the casket? Uh, No. Uh, What casket? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, Well, then I'll I'll walk over to them and start uh, opening them up and seeing if there's anything in any of them. Okay. Um, So you're just opening them up? Yeah. So you're just going to each casket, just popping the top? Um, see what's inside all right well since you did that we're gonna have to uh but, deal with that on the but, next <laughs> okay <laughs> we since since you're just going around popping tops we got to uh we'll save I would that like to check for traps when i do it though okay well there are no traps but unfortunately <laughs> for uh the githyanki like violently shakes his head no 
And oh, uh, well, I'll stop when he does. You, when he says no, I'm going to stop after the you, first one. You were already too far into popping tops, man. You're <laughs> you you've got casket tops on floors, <laughs> and guess you've you've got uh some some undead knights popping up out of there. But so, I uh, also have found the black crystal, right? Uh, yeah, but it is now on the leader's body, uh, who is, does not look very friendly. He's, he's come out of his, uh, sarcophagus, uh, with a sword drawn. Um, (laughs) yes. We just gotta talk to him. It'll be fine. And I think that is where we're going to leave it for this, (laughs) for this episode. A nice little cliffhanger. Thanks to Kai. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <man>. Oops! <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to be my fault somehow. <laughs>